Hello, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is an easy way to make podcasts. Let me explain. It is free. Yes, it is free. There is certain creation tools that allow you to record, edit your podcast right from your computer and your phone. As long as you just have headphones or a microphone, you are in good condition. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. It could be on Apple. How many of y'all would like to be on Apple Podcasts? It would be on Spotify and many more like Google, Break, the radio. It is amazing. You can make money from your podcast with a minimum of listener ship. It is an easy way to make a podcast in one place. Come on, y'all. Join on to Anchor. It is the bomb. Thank you for listening. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to my podcast. Today is Wednesday. We are at a halfway point. Today is hump day. Today is Wednesday. I hope y'all had an amazing, awesome Thursday. I mean, not Thursday. Lord have mercy. Awesome Tuesday on yesterday. I hope you just had a blessed day. Somebody bless you. Somebody went out their way and just made you feel so special to yesterday. So today we're at... Today we are reading Breaking Anxiety Grip. So we are reading the devotional. It is called The Better Way. And the scripture is coming from Luke chapter 10, verse 38 through 42. And it states, Years ago, in the face of unanswered prayers for my son, I frequently, frequently thought back to the story of Mary and Martha and Luke 10. As Jesus and his disciples traveled to Jerusalem and they stopped at Martha and Mary's house, Mary sat at Jesus' feet, listening to him, listening to his teaching. But Mary was distracted by her dinner preparation. She complained to Jesus, asking him to see the unfairness of the situation and to make Mary help her in the kitchen. Jesus replied, My dear Martha, you are worried and upset all of upset over all the all up upset over all these details there is only one thing worth being concerned about mary had discovered it and it will be taken away it will not be taken away from her luke 10 chapter me luke 10 verse 41 through 42 the niv says mary was chosen what is better mary has chosen what is better Verse 42, emphasize, add it. As parents, nothing tilts me to worry more about, you know, as a parent, nothing tilts me to worry more than, more, more than concern for my children. During that difficult week with my son, I let the concern that preoccupy my mind distract my heart. When the results didn't go as I hope, I echo Martha complaint, Lord, doesn't this seem unfair to you? Oh my God, that that has brought me back to something. Um, I'm dealing with something sort of like that, and I really do think it's unfair because it's like it. I'll be on it when it comes to my kids. I be on it. I'm like the the attorney, the judge. Every, I'm all of it. So this brings me back. And she said, "Mark, look, 
Doesn't this seem unfair to you? It does seem unfair to me, but I'm going to tell you about that later. God replied by asking, well, you trust me when you cannot... God replied by saying, will you trust me when you cannot see my hand at work? God, so means like if something go wrong, you, it is so, you so worthy, you just like, oh, Lord, I think this is unfair, all this type of stuff. God will ask you, will you trust me when you cannot see my hand at work? Will you trust me that I always, that I'm always good and my plans, my plans for you are always good? Will you choose what is better? So will you choose what is better? Oh my goodness. I needed this word this morning. Thank you, Jesus. I really truly do. That is thank you. Will I choose what is better? Will you choose what is better? So something don't go right and then and you be like, Ugh, I don't want this. You know, whatever the case may be. God, this is so unfair. I think it I think this should go this way or um, you know, it should have went this way for me and it would have been better. But God said, Will you choose what is better? So I mean, like, oh my goodness. So would you choose what is better? I had to make a choice. The enemy scared. The enemy scared. God doesn't care. You had to make a choice. You saying the enemy, the enemy scream, God don't care. If he cared you, you would have got the answer you wanted. I had to choose to believe the truth of God where God is sovereign. He knows the good plan for he has for me and my children. Which include a hope for future and Jeremiah 29 11. Remember that when the enemy come in, try to take you, God don't care. All this stuff. Remember, like I told y'all yesterday, the devil is the father of all lies. He is, he is a liar. So, and he promised to work all things together for our good, even this uncomfortable situation. In Romans chapter 8, verse 28. My tearful answer was. A prayer. Yes, Lord, I will. Yes, Lord, I trust you. And I praise you in and through the storm. May the seed that the seed that I have been planting in faith be watered by the tears to grow a harvest for your glory. <laughs> never, I mean, yeah, worry never accomplish anything, but trust open up a world of possibilities and allow God to change everything. So, meaning like when you sit here worried about trying to pay a bill what you're going to do for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving ain't got here yet. But you worry about what you're going to do for Thanksgiving. You worry about how you're going to get your kids something for Christmas. I mean, you probably just worry about everything. Uh, worry about your kids because the teacher keep calling because they call you about, oh, they're not on Zoom, but they're doing their work or whatever the case may be. Whatever. Worry never accomplish anything. Worry do not accomplish not one thing at all. All worry do is just weaken your heart, have your heart going all crazy, have you thinking about different stuff. Worry weakens the immune system. Worry just make you where you can't sleep at night because you're always tossing and turning. Worry make your shoulders and stuff feel so tight because you're worrying and stressing. It don't do nothing to you. It's nothing. It don't accomplish nothing because the problem's still there because you're still worried about it. But when you trust, open up a world of possibility and allow God to change everything. I mean, like, when you begin to trust God, it opened up a world of possibility. Okay, God, I give it to you. I mean, like, you took it out of your hands and you gave it to God. You took it out of your hand and you gave it to God. I was like, okay. And it allowed God to change everything. It allows him to change everything. So, let me tell you about this little situation I got going on. I have this little situation where my daughter is 
playing basketball. So she hasn't really had to play because of her geometry teacher. And I've been on it like a, like I've been on it. Like I've been really, you know, advocating for her. So I was like, like I just, you know, she getting, she getting frustrated. I'm getting frustrated. I'm getting tired. She getting tired. It's just a bunch of mess. So it's a bunch of mess. The lady won't tell me she feeling. So she make good grades. She go in there and she change. But you know, then I call the people. Oh, and then so well, she's um she's absent. I said I'm not worried about no absentee. She's there. That's exactly what I said. I'm not worried about no absence. <laughs> I was. I'm not worried about no absence. She's there. I just need. I'm worried about the G R A D E, the grades. So that was like um. Okay, then I was just like, so today, yesterday I had called. I said, well, look, she's trying to do tutor. She's trying, I'm trying to let her, even though they stuck up in this house doing, you know, homeschooling, I'm trying to be able to give her an outlet where she can be able to um, have a, you know, outside of the house, like have a, you know, kid conversation when she play basketball, hang with friends or whatever, you know, just give her something to do. So I was like, oh, Lord, I just don't know what to do. You know, I'm tired because I keep calling them. But then today when I read this, it said, when I read this guy replied by asking, will you trust me when you cannot see my hands at work? Will you trust that I'm always good and my plans are always good? Will you choose what is better? So I started to think when I said, well, I choose what is better. I was like, okay, let me just stop and think. Okay, God, I've done all I can. I'm done with it. Me, I have done it. Me done it and I'm done it. Because I say, it's, it's so unfair, which I did say to myself, this is so unfair. Like, this is about the stupidest stuff I ever said. And I was like, you know what, I'm out to send y'all to school. And I said, no, because it seems like every day I get a letter sent to somebody at their school have COVID or whatever. I was like, no, I'm not going to put y'all in a new, I'm not going to put y'all in lines work because I'm in line, you know, whatever. I have to go to work myself, but I don't want to put that on y'all. So I was like, I'm just... But today is just letting me know will you choose what is better? Will you trust me when you cannot see my hand at work? Will you trust that I'm always good and my plans are always, my plans for you are always good? So I was like, okay, I'm done with it. I've done all I can now. I'm going to trust. Because then when you say, well, I trust them because I'm up here, we're like, okay, do this, do this. I'm not, no. So today I'm going to lay it at Jesus' throne, lay it at his feet. He's going to open up the possibilities. And I'm going to let God to change everything. Because he will change it. Because I'm done with it. You know, when I wipe my hand, I'm done. But, you know. But this right here touched me because I've been dealing with some stuff. But then I was like, wait a minute. Will you trust me? God said, would you trust me when you cannot see my hands at work? Will you trust that I'm always good for your good and my plans are always good? Will you trust what is better? I can't remember. I remember when I was to this when we lost everything in Harvey, we had to go to the shelter. Um, I was like, my goal was to find us a three bedroom, two bath, so that way everybody can be comfortable. Everybody will be, everybody will be okay. You know, everybody have their own space. But then when we where we used to stay in this hotel. It was, it was like right there. We no, I can't watch what I want to watch because you know, then I couldn't really do what I want to do because they want to play the game. It was just so we had stuff everywhere. No matter how many times I cleaned up, how many times I did this, 
it was just enough, never enough room for us. And I couldn't really cook what I wanted. So I was like, okay. So my my hope was I want a three-bedroom. So when I came to look at this, I was like, at first I really didn't want it because I'm not going to say anything lie. I was like, yeah, I like it. But I was looking for a three-bedroom. In my mind, I was like, in the back of my mind, I want this three-bedroom, two-pack, so it will be comfortable, whatever, whatever. But then, will you choose what is better? Okay, I'll stand in the shelter, or do I want something better? Meaning, like, would you choose what better that I have for you? Okay, so we moved here, and it's like, this apartment brings back where I used to stay at, when I used to stay in Love when I left there, Dad. And I said, well, God brought me back here for a reason. God, and whatever I missed back then, I don't have a chance to learn it now. So, which I am, like, I thank God because half of the stuff that I'm doing now, I would not be doing if I was still where I was at. If I was still, you know, doing other stuff. I can remember when people thought that I could not make it here. People thought that she's going to go back. Go back. You can't make it here. Houston's too hard. People were saying that, you know, this people, family, put it that way. It was simply, you can't make it here. You can't, you can't, um, it's so hard. When I was there, it was just so hard for me, for, for me to do it. And then I was like, I'm just going to go back. Because every time I, every time somebody, I said, I'm going to just go back to Long I'm, I'm tired. I'm done, you know. But I was like, no. So the question came up. Will you choose what is better? Would you go back to the old, back there where there's nothing mean? If I was to go back to Longview, I would have to find a job. I would have to find somewhere to stay. I would have to find a car because people say, oh, girl, I help you. I want to hear that crap because they, they lie. They just saying it. Oh, I help you, girl. But when they help you, they, like, they might help you one time. Then after that, they gone bye-bye. <laughs> It's going to be real. They go, bye-bye, see you later. Um, but I was like, so I um, came to the conclusion, will you choose what is better? Yes, I stayed out here. Yes, I have been through some stuff that only Jesus helped me get through. It was nobody but God. I've stayed out here because I was like, okay, I can, I can do this. I can do this. Meaning like I can do this. Uh, meaning, you know, like I can make it because if it, you know, if I didn't have, I ain't gonna say that. Listen, if I didn't always have somebody in my ear tell me, Felicia, don't go back. Felicia, you can make it here. Then my son told me, if you go back, you're gonna turn to a pillow of salt and I'm gonna die. I was like, I ain't got no choice but to make it here. What you mean, ain't no jobs here? What you mean that I can't make it here? I got my kids got the best doctors. I hear something go wrong. My kid, we have so much stuff to do. I hear, so I had to think. I had to put pros and cons. Okay, it gets Longview. I guess takes three. It gets Houston. I mean, like, if my son gets sick, boom, I got to go to Dallas or go to Shreveport. I ain't got time to be driving. You know, I don't like all that. Boom. If something happened to my kids in Houston, boom, we got Texas Children's Hospital. We got all these children's hospitals out here, which Longview don't have. Uh, They got more jobs out here. It, I bet I, when I first came out here, I found a job. And when I didn't like that job, I found another job. So I didn't have jobs. So boom, boom, I got jobs. When I was out there, I worked at a hospital in the kitchen. Then I went to the daycare. It was okay, but it's more opportunity out here. I was in school in Longview, didn't finish, but came out here and finished school and got my associate's degree. 
Um, it is so much stuff that I that Houston have to offer that lumber. So we we chose to stay. And to this day, my kids are like, Mom, we need to go back. We need to like go visit. I was like, I ain't going back. I'm not going to visit for what? Because you remember what you told me? He said, Mom, we going to visit. I don't care. I mean, <laughs> I don't care. I don't want to visit. I mean, like once I'm stay put somewhere, I don't know. That is me. But we have to come to a conclusion where we trust God, where we can't see his hand. We have to trust when you trust that I'm always good and my plans are always good for us. That's what God want to know. And it said, will you choose what is better? Me, I chose what is better. Would you choose? This is better for me and my kids. Yes, we struggle. Yes, we've been through some stuff, but we are still here. We are still together. Yes, we have good days, bad days. I'm like, you know what, Jesus, I'm tired or whatever. But God understands. He's like, well, I got you. I told you I know what's good for you. And, and I want, I told God if he ever got me out of that situation, the situation I was in while we had was home, we slept in cars. We, do we sleep in the streets? I can't remember. But I always told God, if you get me out of this situation, I will shout to the world what you did for me and my kids. And it's so much stuff that he has done. I would not stop telling because I feel like my testimony, my story will help somebody. So let me finish going on. And it's safe. Worry will not accomplish anything. Worry never comes. So why you worry? Some people worry. They be worried smoking and drinking and they don't do nothing but just minimize it for the moment and no problem is still there. So, but if you trust God, it opens up to a, open up to a world of possibility and allow God to step in and change everything. How do I know? Because I know God can change anything in a matter of a second. I have witnessed it and I know he will. It's a father, you know there are father, you know the days alone and the pressures and the pressures are many. I thank you that while we may while we may plan our course, you establish our step. Help me to trust you even when I cannot see you at work in Jesus' name. Luke chapter 10, verse 38 through 42. It says, as Jesus and his disciples on their way, he came to a village where there was a woman named Martha opened up her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, you don't care about my sister had left me to do, to do the work by myself. To tell her to help me, Martha, Martha, the Lord said, you are worried and upset by many things, but the few things are needed are indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken for her. So God, so we have to choose what is better for us. There's some stories I can tell y'all, but but I don't have time right now because I got to get ready for work. But next week, I'm going to tell y'all some stories. You're going to be like, oh, my goodness. I'm going to lay it out to you because I'm not going to be fake with you. I'm going to be real with you because that's what people need today. I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah. Please don't have no. No, please have problems. Please have good days. Please have bad days. I'm going to give it to you the real. I'm going to have to write myself a note so I can tell y'all that next week because I'm off. <laughs> you know, I'm going to give y'all the real. So this be looking because one day I might have a special guest. You don't know because next week I'm be on and popping. Trust me. Uh, so 
Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to have an amazing and blessed Wednesday. And just know what God say. Would you trust what is better? Would you choose what is better for you? Would you trust me when you cannot see my hand at work? Would you trust that the plans I have for you are good plans for you and your family? Would you trust me? All God wants us to do is trust me. And he said, worry never accomplish anything. So while you sitting up here worried about this net, it don't accomplish nothing. But God said, trust, it will open up the doors of possibility. And God, and that way I can come in and change everything. So I hope y'all have an amazing Wednesday. Until next time, y'all have a Let's stay.